Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. On today's show, we're talking about how looking back at the pandemic seems like one giant bubble. There was the stock market bubble, the lending bubble, the real estate bubble. The pandemic saw a demand for certain products multiply. There was a shortage of hand sanitizer, and these days, there are pallets on sale at the drugstore and at Walmart, a sign of unrealistic inventory building by retailers. Clearing out those excesses will be painful. It will result in losses as those mistakes become visible and the true cost of fixing those mistakes comes to roost. Companies bulked up during the pandemic. They saw business booming and they saw the opportunity to take advantage of the disruption in the market created by the pandemic. That's classic entrepreneurship. The traditional bricks and mortar businesses suffered and those who adopted new technologies and implemented new business systems and new business models would thrive. Where department stores suffered, Amazon benefited. Where restaurants suffered, Skip the Dishes and Uber Eats benefited. Home improvement stores did a booming business during the pandemic, and the supply chain disruptions were legendary. Lowe's had $12.5 billion in inventory in 2019 prior to the pandemic. Fast forward to today, and Lowe's has $19.82 billion in inventory as of the end of October. That's nearly $20 billion in inventory. Considering the annual revenue is $95 billion and at a 33% gross margin, that inventory represents about 120 days worth of stock. That means three inventory turns per year, and that's low for a retail business. For example, Target usually has about 60 days of inventory. Yes, it's a different business, but back in 2019, Lowe's had no more than 90 days of inventory. There are inventory bubbles all over the retail sales channel. My friend Ken McElroy says that sales solves all problems. Companies had to adapt to the new reality during the pandemic. They needed to embrace the remote work environment, and they needed new and stronger systems to support a distributed organization. Salesforce.com was another beneficiary of the pandemic. Salesforce grew from their 49,000-person workforce in January of 2020 to over 80,000 employees at the end of 2022. The current revenue simply cannot support 80,000 employees, and as of today, they're going to be laying off 8,000 workers. The company said in their Securities and Exchange Commission filing that it will cut roughly 10% of its nearly 80,000-person global workforce and reduce its office space in a number of markets. It's the latest in a major contraction among Bay Area tech companies that has resulted in tens of thousands of job cuts. CEO Mark Benioff wrote a letter to employees which has been widely circulated. In that letter, he said, I've been thinking a lot about how we came to this moment. As our revenue accelerated through the pandemic, we hired too many people leading into this economic downturn that we're now facing, and I take responsibility for that. The Salesforce cuts come after a fourth quarter that saw major workforce reductions at other Bay Area companies, including Twitter, Meta, Hewlett Packard, Cisco, DoorDash, Stripe, Lyft, Opendoor, and the list goes on and on. Companies are contracting and shedding office space after that pandemic-fueled boom in light of the slowing economy. Not only will Salesforce be reducing headcount, they'll be letting go of a bunch of real estate. They currently have more than 50 office locations worldwide, about two dozen in the U.S. and another 30 locations internationally. The company is being generous with its employees and is offering five months of severance. That's a huge severance for a U.S. employer. It also means these job losses will not appear in the unemployment statistics for several months. 
The latest announcement today was from Amazon, who will be cutting another 18,000 from their workforce. Many of those job cuts are in the corporate positions and software development roles. Warehouse staffing experiences pretty high employee turnover, and it's unlikely that Amazon would make cuts in the order fulfillment end. If they need to reduce staff, all they really need to do is stop hiring to backfill some roles when people leave. That theoretically should be enough to reduce headcount without the added cost of paying severance. And the company did start with a hiring freeze before resorting to layoffs. Amazon employed close to 1.5 million people at the end of September of this year and 1.6 million people at the end of January. As people have returned to bricks and mortar purchases, Amazon has started to see softness in their revenue and shipments. Amazon grew their workforce from 798,000 just prior to the pandemic, and here too, the company hired too fast, added too many fulfillment centers, and only saw graphs that went up and to the right. What's striking is that nearly 600,000 of the company's staff are located at the company headquarters in Washington State. That's in addition to other major employers, including Microsoft, Starbucks, and Boeing. The concentration of employment in the area is concerning, and it represents a risk to those local real estate markets. Now, the pandemic environment was not normal. It did disrupt some pre-existing norms, and it accelerated transitions that were already underway. And after more than two years, it can start to feel like the new normal, but it was not normal. Will things go back to the way they were? Well, definitely not. There will be a new normal emerging. We just don't know quite what it is yet. We will see a growing wave of layoff announcements over the coming months. I'm personally not waiting for the Commerce Department to tell us that we're in a recession. When all the economic indicators look like a hangover from the night before, that may not be the dictionary definition, but it's certainly a street-level definition of an economic recession. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. I'll talk to you again tomorrow.